Hello, welcome to Game Changer. Monday through Friday, David Villa and our crew dive into God's Word and talk about how to take principles from the Bible and apply them to our daily lives. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our host. Hey, what's up, guys? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. morning. What's up? What's going on, yo? What's up, Walt? Hello. I mean, you guys ready for a good day? Absolutely. Wednesday. Seems like every time I'm I'm aware of what day it is is Wednesday. <laughs> every time we actually brought the awareness to it, like we, we go, hey, it's like in this man, it's Wednesday again. It's the crest. Of it was the actually week. a week ago that we said that last time. <clears throat> it's the climax of the week because it's the highest point, and yeah. it all goes downhill in the best. No way man, for, no, in the man, best no. way, oh. not in like in like a you're we're, we're chilling and everything's going smooth and there's no bumps. It'll be good. Yeah. It's, like, it's like the cool down period in your workout. You know there you're you finally go. done. You're just you're just doing a little bit to make sure your heart comes back down normally. Yeah, there you and go. You're done. I mean, I get <clears throat> both of what you guys are saying. But <laughs> <clears throat> you know, man, I just think it, I just think you got to build off of it. And well, it's the middle of the week. <clears throat> the fact that it's the middle of the week really doesn't serve any any purpose. Yeah. You know, the fact that it's the middle of the week. This is another day, man. The Bible says God made this day. This is the day the Lord has made. I'll rejoice and be glad in it. And uh, what do you say, man? I mean, it's the fact that it's the middle of the week. I mean, really, I mean, I look at it this week. What if it's a bad, what if you're having a, what if you're having a non-productive week? You know, it's the middle of the week. You better do something about it. You better not be going downhill That's true. because, you know, you ever had those weeks that if you, if that, if you applied just what, I know what you're talking about as, and I get it, but if you applied that, you ever had the weeks where Monday and Tuesday, the hill was so small that going down would be like, Ooh, you know, <laughs> it would just be like, Ooh. You know what I'm saying? It would be nothing. Yeah, I can understand that. You get down that hill, and then Thursday and Friday is an even bigger hill. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, man? No, I, I agree. I agree. There's plenty of times like that where um, it just hasn't been a very productive week. But I think that at any point, today can be the biggest day of the week for you. Yeah. Amen. <clears throat> That's right. So we're going to try to tie all of this in together today. I threw an extra page in this morning that um, that these guys have not had any time to really look over as well. But you know what? We're relying on the Holy Spirit this morning. We're talking about hammer time. So can I, let me just explain that for a second. The scripture that stood out that just really, really fired me up this morning, and I, to be honest with you, I'm sure I've read it, but I don't remember reading it. You know what I mean? It's not one of those scriptures that I've, at least in the in the New Living Translation, uh, New Living Translation that I remember, that I remember, to be very honest with you. So here's the scriptures, Jeremiah 23, 29, and it says, does not my word burn like fire, says the Lord. Is it not like a mighty hammer that smashes a rock in pieces? And you know what, you know what kind of got me? Honestly, it's funny that we're talking about um, organically speaking the way we're speaking this morning, because what got me, what got me fired up about this this morning is the power of confession. And, um, you know, we talk a lot, we talked a lot about speaking life and things like that. And, and so we're going to come back to that a little bit, I guess, just kind of weave that in, but, but really using the word confession. And sometimes when we hear the word confession, we're thinking like a priest, you know, or, and like a parishioner or something, you know, where you go into a, a booth and you confess all your sins. That's not the confession I'm talking about. Um, I mean, that's usually, that's like a negative connotation, right? No one wants to, conf, you know, confess, you know, um, their sins. You know what I'm saying? You don't like to do. That's not a fun thing to do. If we were doing that this morning, we we might you might not like the podcast. But what what I'm talking about is confessing God's word out loud. And what got me what got me thinking about this is the fact that you know when you start to go through you know weeks 
or days that are non-productive in certain ways and frustration sets in. It's, it's those times where you have two people reminding you about things. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the enemy reminding you what you're going through. And then you have, then you have God with the spirit of the Lord on the inside of you rising up and reminding you whose you are. Does that make sense? You have two, it's almost like that devil and angel on the shoulders. You have the, you have the enemy over here going, Hey, the week sucks. You know what? You know, look what's happened. You know, look at this, look at that, man. You know what? That didn't work out. Look at the frustration and then reminding you of that. And then you have the, the, then it's the, the spirit of the Lord rising up and it's, and that happens almost like when you get this, like when you get fed up with it. So this morning, what I, I want the hammer of God. I want that scripture where my word's like a hammer. I'm going to come in. I'm going to smash up every rock of the enemy. So I wanted to kind of just declare things. I want to set us on a tone for this Wednesday, right? Where we're going to come in and we're going to confess God's word. And so, um, that's where I'm, that's where I'm headed this morning. So I don't know what you guys think. And then it, it plays right into the, to the notes that we had already, our spiritual, spiritual heritage, you know, the power in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so confessing what his word says, you know, um, and it's interesting, um, one little piece of transparency. So then I start, so then this morning I put it in action. You ever done that? Like you read something and you say, okay, well, it's good to teach it, but I need to put it in action this morning. So, you know, I went in and grabbed my wife's hand and I started like praying. I said, hey, we're going to pray. So I started praying. Have you ever done that? And then didn't have the scripture or the words to like, in other words, you didn't feel it. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, well, this doesn't feel like it's working. I'm being real transparent. Hopefully this helps somebody this morning. So like, this doesn't feel like. So all of a sudden, the power of God kicks in though. You know what I'm talking about? Like he begins, his word is alive. Like when you begin to do that, you begin to say, so you start out with the ones you know. You're like, okay, greater is he that's in me, you know, the he that's in the world. Then you go in like, God, your word says that, you know, that uh, we're more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. And you know, your word says that, you know, we're heirs of God. And, join, and you start to kind of declare that. And all of a sudden, God does exactly what he always says he will, right? He'll bring that word in due season. That Psalm that says, I hide your word in my heart so that I may not sin against you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then all of a sudden they started coming, coming up in, in my spirit and we begin to confess the word of God. And I, I know this is different this morning, but we need to understand, man, that that's our heritage. That's who we are. That's whose we are. So when you get to a place where you're looking at the natural, you can declare God's word and you can change and shift the very atmosphere of what's going on because God's already done it anyway. So what do you guys think about that? I don't know. Does that give you something to talk about? I think about like, you know, you hear a lot of times that, uh, that phrase, know your why, you know, mm-hmm. whenever you're talking about why you're doing something, why you're going through everything that you're going through. Mm-hmm. I think in this situation, it's know your how, you know, mm. um, looking at this other verse, Colossians 2, 9 through 10, in the same way. When we say the name of Jesus, we're not just speaking a name. We're declaring a name that embodies power, not human power, but all power and authority. That's how you have your 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 days of, of greatness. That's how you can get through those struggling times. So like, know that that power is on your side. Uh, I do think that sometimes we get trapped in this why, and it's like, oh, I need to suffer, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna. This is why I'm gonna suffer. Well, know your how in the sense of how you can get through all that stuff with with some grace and with some. Uh, some mercy and honestly with a lot of joy because yeah. you, you know, what's supporting you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you, sometimes you want to know, we want to know the why as brought that up yesterday, you know, we want to know the why, but sometimes when you, sometimes when you, um, when you discover the how mm-hmm. to get through it, the why, the, the why shows up. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it, you know, and 
You know what I'm saying? Like you begin to discover yeah. how, and then God shows you the why in the how, rather than us trying to figure out the why. That's good. And so, so it was interesting in the Colossians verse you, you, you read, um, that's, you, you won't understand this, that there's power in the name of Jesus. You go, wait a second, there's power in the name of Jesus, but we're talking about confessing his word. Well, that's, that is his word. We're, there's power in the name of Jesus. You don't know that without reading the word of God and understanding, right? To understand what that power holds. It's like if you, it's like if you had a badge, but you didn't really understand the, the full um, power of the badge. You didn't understand mm-hmm. what you were able to do. You know, Mike, your dad's a retired officer, you know? Yep. I mean, you know, the power of the badge. You don't, if you don't know the rules, yeah, you have a badge. So if you, you know, the, if the basic person that they didn't know the rules, they'd think, well, you know what? I could write tickets. You know what I mean? It gives me the power to write tickets, but there's so much more, right? right with the authority that comes in, in knowing the rules. Would you agree? Absolutely. I would agree. You have nothing else to say in your dad's <laughs> 30 something years in the service of uh, law enforcement, Mike. I mean, really? You're gonna, he's going to just drop that. Like, he's like, yep. <laughs> Work with that. They wonder why we talk all the time. Well, you know, like, we're like all this profound stuff. And Mike's like, yeah, yeah. Amen. Blaze, I better give him my coffee. <laughs> he said he'd be here. I don't. So go ahead. What were you going to say, Mike? I know you had something profound to say. You had nothing? You have nothing. Man, all this junk you've been talking all these years I've known you about the, you know, you know, your, your dad and all this stuff like that. I'll yeah, step man. in here. I'll step Thank in you, here. Ezra. You're welcome. You're Thank welcome. you. Um, Thank you. Man, I'm man of see. wise words. <laughs> man of, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Um, I think I've, something you said uh, just a few minutes ago I was sitting and thinking about, and um, I'm very blessed to have the modern age of uh, – belief because uh, if I'm feeling something I can just hop on Google and give me verses about this but mm-hmm. it's just kind of the but the thing is is like at the same time though that can be sort of a crutch and that mm-hmm. cannot really get you fully into what you need yeah and so but I kind of use it as like a stepping stone like use it as a moment to kind of say like okay where do I start because you know Bible's vast you know what I mean and don't get me wrong you can pull anything at anything from like any verse in the Bible can be applicable and he can hit you home but like it can be kind of hard to find something that, you know, kind of relates at the current moment. And so, like, something you were saying just about how, like, you know, sometimes it feels like, you know, we're not really hitting that home. And so, like, I would say a good way to do that is just get a starting point. You know what I mean? Find a place that you can get into it, you know, kind of drill the hole before you dig it in. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things that I, I think we kind of can get discouraged if we feel like, you know, we're like, oh, I'm going to open up my Bible at some random page and it's just going to be profound. And it's like okay, let's go into a little bit more of a plan than that instead of just asking for randomness to, you know, be the guiding, like, be the guidance that you need. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But Sometimes all you have is randomness, though, exactly. you know? No, true. And, and don't be wrong. It can be, like, one of those things. God's just like, you know what? Open that up, and you're going to find what you need. You know what I mean? Like, it can happen, but there's those times where it's just like we're actively searching for something, and we want something very specific, and don't get me wrong. It's not really up to us what we need, but at the same time, like, it can be a place that can kind of help us find something that we need. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, I there's mean, two I, there's two ways two ways to look at that when to find the power of the Word. The Word of God's powerful, so sometimes sometimes you don't um, know where to look and what to look for, mm-hmm. so you just open the Word of God, and because you're, you're at a place where you're, you're at the end of your rope, or you're at the, sure. you know, and then God will illuminate that his his words alive he'll do Absolutely. it but then the other times you can search and, and that's that is the power of searching and if it's not google 
You know, man, I mean, the old school, you had it, all my oh, Bibles yeah. at home. I've got concordances and all mm -hmm. kinds of things that you can <laughs> search by topics and things like that. So we do that. And there's nothing wrong with that either, because where else should we look for our answers? Right. I mean, that's exactly. what God wants us to do is look to him. Well, that's the thing. It's like, it's a guide. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. not meant to be just like a story. You know what I mean? No. It's meant well, to be something that's beneficial to you. You know what I mean? I think if you're truly seeking the Lord in something, God can speak to you through a billboard, you know, oh, like God, God doesn't need you to like always no. pull out, you know, four or five different, you know, authors that are like, you know, widely known or anything like that to, to speak to you, 100%. but it's going, you know, with that pure heart of like, God, I'm, I'm needing you right now. Yeah. I'm struggling with something. And then that, that randomness might seem random to us, but God can speak through it. Exactly. I agree with that for sure. Amen. So the scripture of Matthew one twenty one, when we speak the name, we are describing the person. Jesus means Savior. We're calling him according to what he does for us. That's, this is describing Matthew. So let me say that again. When we speak that name, the name of Jesus, we're describing the person. Jesus means Savior. Okay, and we're calling him according to what he does for us. He saves us from sin, from our failures, and from circumstances that are not in his will. And then that's where Matthew uh, one twenty one comes in. You can pull that up, Mike, if you want to. Matthew one twenty one. But you know, and I think it's important to also understand, you know, the power of the name of Jesus. You know, and understand if you don't know it in the in the beginning, then f discover it. Start to investigate it. You know, and and find out what it is that you're confessing. You know, I think that's important as well. We confess the word of God, but you know. And, and, and you can confess the simple scriptures, but there's some scriptures, there's some, there's some things that maybe God's going to want to show you inside of there. So it's okay to study and delve into that word a little bit, because when you do that, you'll discover some meanings mm -hmm. and that helps you with confession. Like if I know that Jesus means, I can say there's power in the name of Jesus. And you know what, by the way, if I am, if I'm ignorant and that's not a bad word, that's just, a, that's just something somebody is, it's, that's not stupid or anything, but if I'm ignorant and I just don't know, and I'm somebody out in the middle of a desert on a rock somewhere, I can simply say the name of Jesus and that's enough. Okay. Because God will work through my ignorance. However, if I'm, if there's no reason for me to, as a believer for years to continue to be ignorant, you know, yeah, I can just go back to the basics and just speak the simple name. Also, I can discover what the name means because as I start to learn the things that Jesus means, and I begin to confess His name. Then, then all of a sudden, you don't, you're not, you, you, you understand the name's already taken authority over everything. You know, I don't know if that makes sense to you guys that are watching, but or listening. But you know, the name of Jesus has already taken authority over everything. So, why we ask ourselves these questions? Well, why can one man? you know, die on a cross. We're getting ready to celebrate Easter, right? This 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 next month. Why can one man? How can one man die on the cross? for everything all time well because his name means a lot of stuff his name his name is complete mm -hmm. you know when he said it was it is finished he didn't just talk about it's finished what you're seeing right here he spoke into he spoke into the future and he looked into 2021 and beyond and what have you and he looked he looked into uh last year he looked into the, the whole year we went through COVID, and he said hey it's finished and so I just want, you know, as we're studying and understand the, the power, understand the, the tremendous power in the name of Jesus, it's beginning to, to understand what it covers and what it is greater than. It's greater than any name. It's the name the Bible says above all names. Read Matthew uh, 121, Mike. Be something you Sorry, can do. Sorry, I was pulling up another tab. Uh, Sorry, man. 
Matthew one twenty one. All of us have off days. <laughs> and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So we look at that as what? What, what time of year do we read that scripture? Uh, Easter. Huh? Easter. Right? Christmas. No, Christmas. Christmas. That's Easter. that's a Christmas story, right? We don't. I'm, I'm gonna tell you I'm straight sorry. up right now. Yes, yeah, sorry, guys. Hey, I'm gonna tell you straight up right now that I don't really read that, with the exception of Christmas. And when you hear it, it's almost like you know. If it's, it's ceremonial, any, if it's any other time than Christmas, like if you happen to be reading through that, you kind of just bypass. It doesn't it. have, yeah, you, yeah, you bypass. Yeah, like, oh, that's it. Christmas. Like, you just kind of go around it. You're like, all right, cool. I'm not gonna lie for two <laughs> seconds. I confused the Christmas story and the Easter story. <laughs> Sorry, but listen to what it says. She will have a son, and you will name him Jesus. So it was predestined that he will be named Jesus, for he will save the people from their sins. It means Emmanuel, right? It means it, it means so many things, and I just think that that's powerful, man. So. You know, we have to understand the power in the word of God and the power in the name of Jesus. And by the way, they're one and the same. John 1, 1 John 1 says what? In the beginning was the word and the word was was God, was with God and was God. So the, the Jesus was around from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. What say you all? Oh, well, can I speak on something real quick? Yeah, man. Go There's ahead, a C.S. Lewis quote that I like. Mm -hmm. uh, it says, I believe in Christianity as I believe that the sun has risen. Not only because I, I see it, but because by it, I see everything else. And I feel like it kind of fits in what, in what we were saying about once you believe in God, you kind of see everything. Everything is much clearer now mm -hmm. once you believe and once you see the face of the Lord and seek him, the truth starts to reveal itself. So, Yeah, I love it. Love it. C.S. Lewis is awesome. I, I agree with that too. And that kind of goes back to what I was saying on, on that knowing my how. Um, you know, if if we were to go into a dark hallway and I'd never been in that hallway before, I had no clue what was at the end of it, and you told me just to take off running, nothing's going to happen, I would be very hesitant. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, I'm on a trip on something. There could be whatever. If, if I knew that the Lord's already walked that for me, and that goes back to this, he was, he, we knew he was going to be our savior before he was born. There was a lot of thought into this long, long ago. That's my how. Like he has already walked through that darkness and he knows that there's nothing that's going to hurt me. So he's saying, go through it. I got you. And so then you right. can go with that faith saying, I'm going to be good. Yeah, 100%. Something I want to bring up something too to get your, uh, your take on this. So we, we fight, thank you. We fight these battles and we fight these Goliaths, you know, uh, when you, uh, another story you don't ever read, it's, it, every, you know, when you leave Sunday school, I was reading, um, uh, the story this morning of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, you know, and these stories that we, we don't read them a lot when it's outside of Sunday school. Right. And another story is Dave and Goliath. I mean, a lot of times we just don't read it because it's, we look at it as, as like a story we learn early on, but you know what the reality is David and Goliath, the story of David and Goliath is could be can be peeled unpeeled like an onion man because you've got so many different types and shadows there i mean goliath is what some of you are facing right now and you know and david you can talk about the sling and the stone and how he used these simple weapons but what he did what won him the battle was his confession mm -hmm. and if we look in first samuel you know in the 17 17 chapter when we started to read that story he ran to him you know he ran to him and, 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 and he confessed out loud what he believed the end result would be and why. He, 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 he didn't, and he didn't do it in his own, like, I'm going to take you down. You're going down, man. Like, you, you mess with the wrong boy. You know, he said, hey, 
you defied the armies of the living God and God's going to give you to us today. He's going to deliver your head. You know, he began to quote like, you know, the power of God that was behind him. And, you know, and he did it in, in a simple weapon. So the type is like, hey, if you confess the big, powerful weapon of the word of God, then the battle can be won with just a simple stone, a simple weapon, meaning that to the world, it's, it's, it's confusing because it's like, how simple is this that, that God used? Mm. He, used a, he used a stone in a, in a brook and a sling made out of a, you know, leather. But the power wasn't in that. The power was in the confession. So how about this, right? You can't defeat your Goliath with your mouth shut. You can't, you can't overcome and defeat your Goliath with your mouth shut. You have to open up your mouth and you have to declare the word of God. And that's the whole premise of worship going, you know, and I've been on this too, going before the battle. We've got to start declaring it. We've got to start, we've got to start believing it, but then also confessing it with our mouth. We've got to start speaking it. I'm going to tell you something. When I begin to speak those scriptures this morning, and I'm going to tell you, it was rusty a little bit, even though I read them and we talk about them every day. When I begin to confess them, you, sometimes your, your, your confession doesn't line up with what you feel. Have you ever done that? And you begin to confess them, and it's like, it's like you don't feel it. But the more you begin to confess, the power of God comes in and, and begins to line up with, with his word. I just think it's powerful. There's so many things in, the, in, the, in that story. But you can't, you ever tried to um, fight a battle with your mouth shut? You know what I mean? You ever try to fight a battle in the Lord and not bringing God into it? It's pretty, <laughs> pretty difficult. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but we do it all the time. But I, I think you pointed something out too, where you talked about like, we've heard all these stories in, in a certain setting. Mm -hmm. it, it reminded me of, <clears throat> I went through a time where I grew up in the church, um, but I, I, I had a time in my life where I was kind of done with the Sunday school church. I was done with mm -hmm. the like church that I had just always known. Right. And I remember telling my dad, I was like, I want to figure this thing out. You know, like, I want to figure it out on my own though. And he shared a verse with me in Philippians uh, chapter two, verse 12. And I like the new living translation um, best, but it says, dear friends, you're, uh, you've always followed my instructions when I was with you. And now that I'm uh, away, it's even more important, work hard to show the results of your salvation, obeying God with deep reverence and fear. And then there's another translation too. Um, let's see, where is it at? Uh, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. The thing I liked about that when he told me, and at first I didn't get it. I was like, okay. Um, and this is uh, Paul, if I remember right, uh, right. Uh, saying this. But he's basically saying, look, look, guys, you've, you've let me teach you. But at the end of the day, you need to dive into this. And when, when my dad talked to me about that, he was like, I don't want you to, to understand my faith. I want you to understand your faith. I don't want you to understand my relationship with God. I want you to understand your relationship with God. So you've got to seek him. And sometimes we do get caught up in, you know, <clears throat> the reality is I may say something today or tomorrow or sometime on this podcast that I may not be wrong, mm -hmm. but I may not speak the words that are really meant for you exactly so you just need to dive in further and that's where you can find some real meat but sometimes we just take the polished slogan version that sunday school can present itself sometimes and and we don't get what's really there for us so mm -hmm. that's something i remember for him that was a good changing point in my life that uh really changed the way i looked at stuff you know many people want to experience um spiritual power you know, 
there's people watching right now. We all want to experience that, but we don't understand that in order to release it, we must speak it in faith. There's there's power, there's there's power in you know, and you mentioned that scripture working it out. You know what I mean? That's the phrase that stands out in that scripture to me. You work out your salvation. Mm-hmm. With your, this is a, this isn't this is work. This is a this is a process. But the part of that process is to conf- is to confess it. Matter of fact, even when it comes to salvation, you know, sometimes we, um, sometimes we, um, we we miss this part as as ministers or maybe even in churches. We're having them repeat something and and understand this. Believe in your heart, but it also says confess with your mouth. And confessing with your mouth is, I know it's repeating it, but the reality is that's the that's the prayer. But but go find somebody and tell them. You know what I mean? Go confess with your mouth you know, that Jesus is Lord of your life. And so the same thing goes here. When we, when we speak that name, we, there's power in it. And so we, we want to experience spiritual power, but we don't understand in order to release it, we must speak the name of Jesus, speak the name of Jesus in faith. It's the name that's been given right to everybody who believes a child of God. You know, we can speak his name in faith today. And that's powerful. Not everybody can do that. You know, not everybody can do that. You know, matter of fact, you can, the only thing you could do with Jesus, if you're not a believer is, is ask him into your heart, mm-hmm. which is obviously the most important thing, but you, you can't, you can't get it out of order. You can't be as a non-believer and then walk around declaring the name of Jesus over stuff. You know what I mean? Without knowing him, mm-hmm. you know I mean? You can't walk around and do that. I mean, in other words, that name is a, is a name in the power of that name is given to those who receive him. And then you get that badge. I can't go and arrest people today. You know, I can't go and give somebody a ticket today. You know, I can't, I can't go and enforce law today. I don't have that authority. But as a, as a, if I go, if I get, if I get deputized, you know, then I have that authority. If I go through the police academy, you know, and I graduate, I have that authority, but I can't do it today. Mm-hmm. And I just think there's, there's power in that name. There's power in confession. And, um, I, you know, how many people are struggling with that as we wrap up this, this today, you know, how many people have struggled with this today where you feel like, you know what? I, I don't know the last time I confessed, you know, the word of God, not, not read it, but confessed it over my life. When's the last time you confessed the word of God over your life? Not just read it and got hope from it. That's, that's, that's so good but turned it around and said, you know what? This applies to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to speak over my circumstances right now with the one thing that has the power to change it. And that's the word of God. That's big, right? For well, you've, sure. got to, you've got to be cautious too. I mean, I've, <clears throat> I've struggled with it several times. Don't get me wrong, but, um, and still will. <clears throat> but when you talk about that power, <clears throat> you know, I love a song. Um, I can't remember the name of it and Cheerful know it, but, uh, the same power that conquered the grave um, lives within me. It's a hill song, um, you know, song that they when they sing it, it's such a powerful uh, just verse. And, and I think that's actually the bridge, but it's just such a powerful thing and such a reminder. But I remember thinking about that, like same power that conquered the grave lives within me. But then I'll doubt him so much and on the most smallest things. Right. Um, and we've got to be careful, too, as Christians, like if we want to be a good witness we can't sing that song and then freak out on Facebook over the most minute things because then we're trying, then all of a sudden with our actions, we're saying, well, maybe it's not complete power that lives within me. It's not like the whole thing. Um, but I've found myself like that several times, you know, and it's really easy too. 
how many times in life have we said, <clears throat> maybe it's about business. Well, if I had the kind of, you know, support that person had, you know, their, their parents helped them out, I'd be successful. If I had the same, you know, start that they had, I'd be doing great too. Well, we, we very easily do that, but we have that power with us now and we are taking it for granted. Yeah. So I struggle with that. <clears throat> Dumasani said, sometimes, and this is so good. Sometimes you confess the word of God, but nothing happens for a long time. So it's very discouraging, but the key is to continue doing it and remember his word never returns void. And it's so, so true, but enough, and, and that is hundred percent true consistently doing it. But I'm going to tell you, I think a, um, a secret that God will, will has revealed, you know, to many, and I think He will reveal to everyone. So it's 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 a, it's a secret I think that we can d discover that because that's true. But there's also a time and a place to bring out certain confessions and certain things, and it's and so a lot of times we wait until our backs against the wall, and that's where the discouragement comes in. I think that in just like any other weapon in your arsenal. You know, there's a time to bring it out and use it. There's a place for it. And there's a place not to do it. You know, if we were looking like in military terms and you had, you know, a bazooka, you know, a rocket launcher, some giant weapon, and you also had, you know, a knife. And you're in hand-to-hand -hand close range with your enemy, you know, a foot or two apart, you would use the knife. If you bring out the rocket launcher, which is a great weapon, you would, you would die as well. You know what I'm saying? In other words, it's the wrong time to use it. So I think that... We can be discouraged. The key is not only doing it over and over. That's a huge key. The also the key though is I think it's is using it strategically because it will it you know sometimes we don't have to wait as long as we do wait. Mm -hmm. And so before Mike releases a song, I want to encourage us, strongly encourage us to confess the word of God daily. So each time today, each time starting today, right, a thought comes to your mind that doesn't agree with God's word. Confess the truth of His word out loud. And I believe this, you'll find power in the word and power to overcome the lie of the enemy, power to overcome what the enemy says. And so God, I know your word is powerful. This is a prayer we can do together, right? Nothing at all, nothing can stand against it. There is not anything that can stand against it. Heaven and earth will pass away. My word will remain, he said. So Father, I know your word's powerful. Nothing can stand against it. Every time I find myself in a difficult situation, remind me to confess your word out loud. In Jesus' name. All right, amen. Amen. Like a mighty hammer. <laughs> Does not my word burn like fire, says the Lord? Is it not like a mighty hammer that smashes a rock into pieces? That's what I'm talking about. I, mean, I'm gonna get, I wanna get that whole scripture tattooed up on my, on, on my, on my back or something. There's, right? there's the face <laughs> tattoo we've been waiting on. I just love that scripture, man. Come on, hammer time. MC Hammer had, it did not come up with that. It's hammer time right here, God's word. <laughs> Dude, if Dave gets a face tat, I'm getting a tat I am of not Dave's face. Because <laughs> that would be so dope. Nope. <laughs> Just put, we're live right under your eye. Yeah. <laughs> watch, watch the finger. I am getting our new, uh, I am getting our new, our new faith gear design. We had a lot of faith gear stuff getting released. They approved like, uh, or they, uh, they brought like 10, 10 different designs to production. And my favorite, I know everybody kind of had their hand and you guys have all brought, right? All you guys have designs coming forward. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but my, one of my favorites, I don't know why was the sheep with a little 99 in there that Mike did. And I'm getting that, I'm getting that tattoo. Sweet, I'm, I'm getting that thing. That's tattooed. Awesome. That thing is a freaking sweet little design right there. Yeah. Stay nice. tuned. Hopefully, uh, to a shirt coming soon. Yeah. We will hopefully have all this. We'll actually have the concepts ready to like drop next week. So you guys can see what's coming and hopefully have everything ready in the next couple of weeks. That'll be available. 
Oh yeah. I'm actually excited. I'm uh, stoked, dude. Like yeah, this has been like I don't know, we always had like the project and everything, but like we never I'm gonna really hey, can y'all see that? Hang on, Dave. Just I gotta show it. That's the tattoo. That's the one I'm gonna get, but if you gotta look, you gotta get it, right? It says it's a it's a little sheep with ninety nine in the middle with Matthew dude, I can't see that. Hold on. Matthew eighteen uh 22 to 24 as a scripture that's the tat right there that's the that's going to be on the that's one of the new designs just tell me that's not cool that's cool a little sheep there the 99 in the middle it's multi-layered because it's also cool. a black sheep that's cool right now yeah that's cool so i'm gonna get that i'm gonna get that tattoo yeah keep your eyes peeled guys we'll have some new stuff coming um song of the day today it felt probably about five minutes in um felt like the right song was break every chain from jesus culture um nice. and i'll kind of leave it on that and on that note we out. Thanks so much for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast and you want to connect further, check out the David Villas Game Changer group on Facebook. We'll see you next time on the next episode of Game Changer.